welcome to Show Me Your Mic, the podcast that talks to other podcasters about the podcast. I'm your host, Chris Enns. Back again this week for another episode. This time I'm joined by Paddy Donnelly. He's the co-host of Working Out, a podcast about working out the balance between life, business, side job, passions, turning those into businesses, that kind of stuff. We have a great chat uh, about podcasts in general, the gear he uses, all that kind of stuff, you know, the usual stuff. And uh, he turns the mic back on me, so to speak, as well at the end with some questions about balancing all the shows we do here. I want to thank uh, Campaign Monitor for sponsoring this episode. More about them later in the show. For now, enjoy our discussion, as I'm sure you will. Thanks again for listening. Welcome, Patty, to, sh- Patty, to show me your mic. <laughs> Gotta combine the, your last <laughs> Thank name. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you are the host, co host, I guess, of the Working Out podcast, which I was disappointed to find out is not about working out. Uh, it is not. Physical However, we have a lot of, uh, our Twitter account has a lot of uh, <laughs> like fitness uh, yeah. <laughs> accounts that, that follow us. So, but yeah, I'm the, the co host of, uh, of Working Out, yeah, together with uh, Ashley Baxter. Yeah, it's a wonderful, uh, well, for especially for my ears over here, hearing no accents or what I feel like is no accents in Canada anyways, where I live. <laughs> it's a wonderful podcast to have a Scottish and an Irish accent together on a on a single show so sometimes that's uh sometimes that like we get some you know tweets about the show and sometimes that's all people say like uh <laughs> oh this is a great podcast if you like accents right. and then no mention about uh the content, you know, the content or anything so right. <laughs> yeah at least where we've got that we've got the accents going for us yeah yeah you just need to shout bags i'm more than my accents it's not we me. could just read the dictionary or something i think <laughs> exactly you know what there's probably i bet there's a market for that even uh, sadly or or it's not i guess depending on how you look at it so you're um you're 20 22 episodes in i see as of as of this recording anyways you just released one october 1st um mm-hmm. and uh just take me back to the beginning of the show and sort of what what prompted you to start is this your first foray into podcasting or what was your sort this of, is so? i've i've done a little bit before just kind of for fun stuff but this is i guess our first uh, serious or my first anyway serious foray into podcasting uh Ashley and myself talked well we talked on and off earlier in the year about different projects we've worked sometimes together and we would chat about well basically you know chat about how we think the the industry that like the web design industry or or just design industry and uh, and just various other things we would just kind of discuss use it just chat over skype about how things were going and and give each other tips and advice and discuss various things so after a while we were actually had the the idea to start a podcast or she'd mentioned that and then we she she wanted to start a podcast just kind of exploring some of these ideas of making uh, making a passion based business for yourself and uh, and after a while, she asked me if I wanted to to co-host it with her. I mean, we have we have different backgrounds and we have different interests, so we get a lot of we get a nice mix of of conversation on there. But essentially, we working out as a podcast. It's about the the journey towards doing what you love for a living. So, asking the question: Is it possible to make a make a living from your hobby? So that was our um, that that's how we started it and. We're because we're both Ashley and myself. We're both trying to make, you know, make a business 
uh, make, each make businesses for ourselves uh, around our passions. So we take a topic each week and and uh, focused around that and talk about you know what challenges we've encountered and uh, you know where we are in the journey because I think that's um, one of the the aspects that that we liked about making a podcast and why we why we called it working out is that we don't have all the answers. Neither of us are, neither of us have a hundred percent achieved our goal of doing what we love every day. So we're not there yet, but it's, it's not, we don't have a show that's, you know, this is how we did it and follow these steps and you can do it too. That's not, that's not the type of show we have. We have, it's more kind of discussing where we are right now in the middle of the journey and how we're, how we're dealing with challenges that come up every day. And I find it much more interesting to listen to people who have, who are struggling through stuff or struggling through the same problems that, that I have. And that was, that was a big motivating factor for us to make the show. So everyone's always kind of in the middle of their, their journey. So we wanted to just kickstart discussions around that and kind of make, make a connection with other people who are, you know, sitting at the moment thinking I'm not really happy in my job and I kind of want to, I kind of want to do something that I'm passionate about every day. And so that, that, that's kind of who we're catering for as other people, mostly, I guess, freelancers who are, who are thinking about trying to move into a job. Yeah. Doing what they love. And we just talk about our, our problems that, that we've encountered and how we're trying to, how we're trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's interesting because it's there is a lot of I mean you can look in iTunes or or whatever podcast listing service and there's a a glut almost of of uh, of podcasts about here's how to do X Y or Z and you know whether it's woodworking or 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 running a business or mm-hmm. any sort of marketing thing or whatever there's tons of those and and the the journey I think like you said is definitely as interesting if not more so for a lot of folks especially I'm I'm with you like in trying to grow mm-hmm. something and build something and then definitely have not arrived in any shape yeah, or form. And, and that's, uh, we've had a lot of positive feedback from people who are, you know, simply saying that, wow, I didn't know other people were thinking this same stuff or other people, ha- it's good to know that other people have this same issue. It's not even that we're solving the issue or whatever, but it's, you know, people listen to the show and go, oh yeah, I have the, I have the same issue. And, and it's good to know that other people are, are struggling through it as well. And we give kind of we give our advice on how we're trying to deal with it or, you know, I give Ashley advice or she gives me advice based on our different points of views. And it's, yeah, I think a lot of people just enjoy the the fact that, that, you know, it's not a, that everybody struggles with these and everybody is making it up as they go along, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so just for context, I guess, for folks, what, what are both of your, uh, I know we tried to get Ashley on. We'll have, I'll have to have Ashley on another time to talk about her her perspective, I guess, working with you and podcasting. Yeah, that'll so. be interesting to get the other <laughs> point of view as well. But uh, but what are your your uh, your I guess your like you said your passion business that you're trying to grow uh, respectively? Well, it's um so my passion is in illustration and and iPhone app design and in particular I make I have a a, a side business uh, called We Taps that uh, uh, together with another guy we make. Uh, iPhone apps for kids, and uh, so that's that's what I'm really passionate about. And I mean, in my in my daily freelance work, I do illustration and uh, iOS design and and web design. And um, Ashley comes from uh, Ashley's passion is in photography and insurance. She's got a nice mix of uh, <laughs> that's what I was of, 
I, I've, I'm familiar with her from other stuff. We've talked with her about podcasting and stuff before. All right, like good stuff here anyways. And just mm-hmm. it's an interesting mix. So it's not a, you know, insurance and, and photography aren't the two that yeah. you sort of think of, I guess, initially. But yeah, she's got a nice uh, that that helps kind of a lot of our discussions because there's she usually has a couple of different uh, approaches to to a topic based on you know one is in a one is in the insurance industry if she or if she takes the insurance industry as her example when we're talking about a topic then it's it's vastly different from uh, you know insurance industry is a a kind of dinosaur of an industry that is really slow moving and actually wants to well part of her goal is uh, is to create an insurance business that's uh, that's much easier for people to to understand and and to set up an insurance business for for you know smaller design firms or or freelancers and and make it make it a, a simpler kind of straightforward insurance business and that's what she wants to to transform over there but then she also has her photography usually um she, you know wedding photography so she's she's shooting weddings and that has a totally different uh t- she has a totally different take on things when we're talking about things like pricing and and stuff like that so so that's our both of our um backgrounds but it's how we started off the the podcast is we discussed you know what exactly our goals were so in the first couple of episodes you know we asked what do we want to do as our passion based businesses and initially for me it was to cut out client work altogether and just focus on my on my own products and you know making the kid apps and the kids apps and uh, and focusing on that rather than working for clients uh, and so I'm sort of in the middle of that transition. However, in one of the later episodes, we did the the five whys technique. I don't know if you mm-hmm. are familiar yeah. with that. So we did the for anybody who doesn't know, it's um it's a kind of yeah, it's a technique to explore the kind of cause and effect uh, relationship. So it helps you get to the bottom of why you're doing something. So you start with we started with our goals, and mine was yeah, cut out client work, uh, and then we asked ourselves why five times and and you say you know why am i wanting to cut a client work and it's uh you know why because i want to have more control over something and why and um eventually i got down to uh at the end of the five whys i discovered that it it really wasn't that i just wanted to cut out client work and do my own stuff but it it was just more i want to move more um i want to move towards uh, having a body of work that i'm really proud of at the end of the day so i want to I want to eventually look back on a portfolio of work that, that people find interesting and, uh, and the people use my products and enjoy them and that I'm proud of them. So that that kind of changed my goal from just cut out client work to be more like create a body of work that that I'm proud of. So that, that my goal kind of changed. Now, yeah, cutting out client work and doing more of my own projects is is part of that, but it doesn't have to... It doesn't have to mean that I have to that I need to do 100% my own products to succeed in that. So that type of exploration going going from from the outset, I thought my goal was to to move away from client work and just do my own product. But after a few episodes and discussions, that sort of changed, and so that's I like the that's why the the title "Working Out" fits really well. I think because we we kind of a lot of stuff changes as we as we just discuss uh, various issues and our perceptions of uh, of what it is we're trying to actually do changes a lot and um so our 
yeah, just our whole the whole kind of philosophy behind the show, I think, is uh, is really just talking about stuff and trying to figure it out and yeah, make it up as you go along and just kind of that. So that's why I think the the title really works quite well. Yeah, yeah. Despite the your SEO uh, yeah. <laughs> str- struggles or, or whatever you want to say, um, certainly. And that's I think um, something you hit on there that I feel like is is maybe an, a hidden value for podcasters that maybe they don't realize until down the road quite a ways is and something I know with uh, other shows I do the intellectual radio program. Uh, with Tim Smith and Adam mm-hmm. Clark here on Good Stuff, that it's it's almost in a sense as much as you're doing things for other people, like it's interesting to listen and other people get to hear that other people are having struggles with the same things they are, all that kind of stuff, and maybe pick up some tips. But in as much as that, it's also like just the personal therapy that you get. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, just from you and Ashley in your case talking through this stuff, and 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 you kind of you you might do it like you said you did it before you podcasted, and you you know you occasionally do it, but there's something that kind of helps flesh it out a bit more seriously you're actually you know on a schedule because you want to release mm-hmm. the episodes etc um and so yeah it's, yeah i definitely think it's uh yeah therapy is a really good word <laughs> good word for it because yeah especially when it for for me when it comes to my work so now i'm a, i've been freelancing for the past uh two and a half years so uh, i work yeah i work from home so i'm alone all day and then i don't have a, an office environment anymore so i don't have you know that discussion time with with yeah. colleagues and so I've definitely found since starting the podcast, um, I've had, yeah, I'm able to process ideas a lot, a lot easier and, and have, yeah, by discussing things and even just saying things out loud, you know, once you start talking about something, then it's real and then you, you can get a different point of view on it than if you just keep stuff rattling around in your head, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, and often those, uh, those great ideas that you have in your head that once you release them or at least say them out loud to somebody, then it kind of helps realize maybe that wasn't the best Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, or they absolutely. give you another perspective obviously on it and, and things like that, that certainly helps. So, mm-hmm. uh, anything as far as, um, just, I'm just thinking you mentioned, you know, getting feedback and stuff. Is it, is the primary method or vehicle that you use for feedback from, from listeners, the like sort of social media, Twitter, that kind of thing, or is there other avenues that people connect with the show? Yeah, I think mostly on Twitter, we've had some really nice emails as well from people saying, you know, that that we're talking about stuff that they've been thinking about for such a long time and just, yeah, thanking us for the show. Or sometimes we get like big, long emails from people that are, which is, which is great that, you know, long emails from people discussing further other points we've, we've brought up on the show. And, uh, and yeah, we get a lot of a lot of nice tweets and stuff with uh, from people as well. So uh, it's great having a the. It's something I'd like to to do a bit more as well as have more of more discussion around it. So maybe some sort of uh, moving towards a you know chat room kind of stuff or that that sort of thing would be would be an idea. Right. Yeah, it's tough. I know with podcasts, it's it's tough to. There's the whole you know, do we have comments on our posts and that debate mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff. And and it is a and it's an interesting medium to try and generate community around because I think people often sort of listen passively and don't think about engaging, sending yeah. in questions or whatever, that kind of stuff. And um, it's an interesting challenge anyways. And, and uh, but yeah. Um, and you, I would, I would assume because like where, where you guys are based and just um, familiarity with, you know, in Europe and things like that, but you have a fairly worldwide audience, I would guess, as far as people tuning into this kind of discussion because it's not that you're specifically talking about you know in your case Belgium rules and laws of of starting a business per se it's more just the theory and the 
daily struggles. Yeah, it's it's very uh, it's very uh, higher. Uh, it's very very broad strokes kind of thinking about moving towards a, a passion based business. So it's yeah, it's not anything specific to operating a Bel- uh, Belgian <laughs> based business or anything. And um, but we've got yeah, we've got listeners from all over that we've been contacting. We've been uh, contacted by from yeah people from the states and all over Europe and Singapore and everywhere. So it's um, it's definitely a the the idea of of creating a, a passion based business or creating making a living out of your passion, doing what you love every day. I, I think that's that's a kind of universal thing that that everybody would would love to have. And so we're. Uh, we resonate a lot with 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 people especially especially freelancers seem to seem to have this idea that they want to they definitely have the idea they want to escape from from being trapped in in a situation where they're they're not enjoying what they're what they're doing and they have everybody has goals for for what they want to do and uh you know everybody has has ideas of and well, that's actually something we talked about. Of well, we're in the belief that you can make you can make a business out of out of any passion. So no matter what your what obscure niche you have, um, or, or that you're passionate about, you can definitely find someone who, who will pay for it. So that that was also one of the discussions we've had on the show about you know finding the the what in doing what you love. So even even if you think yeah, I'm really passionate about, uh, uh, I can't even think bonsai trees or something. (laughs) The, even if you're really passionate about some obscure thing and you think, ah, nobody would, nobody would, uh, be interested in buying that product, whatever it may be, the, you can monetize anything. So that's another topic we, we talk about. So about, yeah, just, you have to actually give something a go and, and, work on something and uh yeah definitely uh, anything is uh, is possible to to when it comes to a passion based business so that's also something we we talk about as well uh and we've got a variety of things we've talked about in the past like um uh, we've talked about stuff like like quitting your job and how you how you can transition from like a full-time being a full-time employee to setting up your own business and and working for yourself every day and we uh, one top one episode recently that was pretty well received was the idea of uh, what if I'm not good enough? So yeah, if you if you're really passionate about something, but what if I'm just not good enough at that at that passion at that uh, task, whatever whatever it is, to you know that people would that people uh, it, it was about comp- building confidence in your in your abilities and and different techniques you can use to. Um, to do that, um, yeah, we've we talked about various things like creative mm-hmm. block and following through with things and uh, shipping products and uh, pricing. So all stuff that that Ashley and myself have, have struggled with in our in our journeys towards um, setting up our businesses. So and it's it's great to have uh, both her view and my view on on different things because they're not always. They're not always the same, and um, so we get some interesting discussions going. Yeah, and well, you have different experiences, different things that you've you've encountered too. And um, the uh, I think the struggle too of, like you said, alluded to earlier with the, you know the internet being what it is, and you can 
sort of anything is possible and and there's probably somebody interested in something out there that as well that you're you're interested in whatever that's the beauty of the internet but um also just the looking at someone who appears to be have made it let's say and some like you know there's different metrics that people might use like oh you have like in your case you have 10,000 twitter followers well surely he can just he'll just tweet out a link to a product and he's got a thousand dollars in his account right away because he has you know or whatever like different weird metrics mm-hmm. that we kind of judge other people by based on you know popularity or perceived popularity or whatever and so i think part of what the appeal of your podcast like you said mentioned earlier is there's that idea that here's we're in this midst of this where this is still a struggle it's not like we've arrived there's no there's no instant mm-hmm. success just because of um, past successes doesn't guarantee future successes or some f- saying in there that I'm forgetting, but, <laughs> um, but yeah. And, um, to make a kind of a cheesy segue here, I'm going to just briefly mention our sponsor, but you mentioned just the global audience thing. And that's something that's, um, at good stuff. We use uh, campaign monitor to send out our newsletters and they're a sponsor or founding sponsor of good stuff. And, uh, one of the awesome things that I've realized through doing the shows that we do, when I, I put it together, the newsletter for for good stuff and sending it out using campaign monitors, um, they have a visual map view of where your email is going and when. So you send it out and you can see it actually on like sort of a Google Maps type look of it being opened up by different people all, all over the world. And it just kind of gives a, an amazing, interesting, humbling kind of view of like these are actually like it's one thing to look at stats and see numbers. But to see like, you know, a little pop up in in the UK or wherever it happens to be that someone opens this email, Australia, et cetera, um, all around the world. And uh, it kind of gives a, a real human face or or I guess not literal face. It's not quite that <laughs> quite that specific yet, but uh, just puts a, a place and a person behind the, the numbers that are, are listening out there. And, and uh, what that's one of the things we really appreciate about Campaign Monitor. And in addition to their beautiful templates and uh, canvas.cm CM is their template builder that we use. Um, I've joked on other shows that I'm doing the exact wrong thing as far as branding and stuff and changing our template pretty much every time just to mm-hmm. experiment with uh, their template builder just to show how easy it is to use because um, I'm a hack going back to uh, being confident in things. I'm I'm dangerous, I guess. I know enough to be dangerous with design. And so having something like canvas.cm uh, to use with Campaign Monitor really helps a hack like me out. And uh, it's great, easy to use. So visit campaignmonitor.com and get started today with your newsletter. And thanks to them for sponsoring good stuff and show me your mic. Um, I want to touch on on the actual sort of technical, I guess, of how you record. And just curious what what methods you guys have stumbled upon and and things like that as far as mics and, and gear and software and stuff. Just to mm-hmm. get a little bit technical, but uh, so starting sort of from in the in the uh, sense of the name of the show with from the mic down, where uh, what are you using to record you yourself? I guess, anyways. Yeah, I've got a I've got a, an Audio Technica. ATR 2100, I believe is the name. <laughs> and, yeah. um, so that, that's what I use. And I know Ashley uses a Rode podcaster. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm based in Belgium and she's in Scotland. So uh, we usually record, we record over over Skype, but each records our own ends. And then and then I just cut them together in, um, in GarageBand afterwards. And uh, I, I do the editing for the show and try and edit out my ums and ahs <laughs> and uh, I, I can make myself look a lot more or sound a lot more professional than I really am but <laughs> well I won't be doing it here so they'll hear the the true true patty on yeah. this one. <laughs> <No>. unedited yeah <laughs> and do you do um how do you find I guess that's what people sometimes refer to as a double end or whatever but like do you find the does it take 
quite a while to edit and time line things up, or does it work out fairly well usually as far as the way each of your computers are recording audio and, and matching up the tracks? It's worked. It's worked up. Uh, it's worked out pretty well, and we, yeah, we do one, two, three clap at the start of our recording, so you can see the the little spike. So it's easy to add it and to line it up at the start. And I find it's pretty, yeah. Over the past, yeah, twenty two episodes now, I'm getting a lot faster at editing it. So that's that's also, uh, yeah, using GarageBand is for me. It's some. It's a new. A new skill I kind of had to look into and edit stuff together and and you just get better and better at stuff but we have a short show so it's it's not so it's not so intensive to to edit it for for us we keep it yeah we've kept our show around around the 30 minute mark usually so about commute length so our yeah one of our missions for the show was that it was a, a show to to listen to to kind of get you think and um, get you thinking, give you a little kind of boost of inspiration and then continue with your day and start. Um, yeah, I mean, some podcasts are more of a more of an escape, like it's something you you listen to to get away from your work and everything. But for us, it was it's more like a little bit of advice and you know thought provoking discussion, and then we want you to you know, get back out there and start making something. So, uh, and mm-hmm. it, it sorts of, yeah, the keeping it short under half an hour or, or so helps us cut out the, the waffle. So it's, <laughs> uh, we, we try to really keep it focused and, and, um, and to the point. So, and do you record like, are you, your discussion is 20 to 30 minutes as well, or are you editing out stuff and trying to condense it usually sometimes? It's usually about, 30 to 40 minutes I think we record and uh, it's really I mean at the start I was very I was very uh, strict and I wanted to cut out every little every little ums and ahs and (laughs) and I wanted to to really make it uh, as clean as possible I think at the start when we were talking we would we would go off topic a bit not not that that's bad but we we've become a lot um we've become a lot more focused and, and we're, we're used to the, the process of, of hosting a, a podcast now. And we, we have good discussions with each other and we don't have, we don't have 10 minutes of waffle that in, in the middle of an episode anymore. So it's become, my job's become a lot more, a lot easier actually editing it, but it's, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's fine. We, we're, we've got into the, the groove of it now of recording a podcast and that's uh once you build something like that into your weekly schedule then it's then it happens like i wouldn't have thought before we were doing the podcast i wouldn't have thought i i don't have the time to record record for 40 minutes and then edit it for an hour or you know i don't i couldn't find the time for i couldn't imagine mm-hmm. finding the time for that every week but we built it in and and stuck with it and now it's part of our weekly routine and it's it's fine, you know? Yeah. And that's, uh, I was going to, that was my next question is you record weekly and publish weekly. Like it's not like you record a bunch in advance or things like that or, or any of that kind of stuff or what, what's your, we routine? sometimes, we sometimes try to get ahead of ourselves and we, because we both do, yeah, we're both freelancers and sometimes Ashley's away on photo shoots and sometimes I'm away on, uh, traveling around Ireland or whatever I do. And <laughs> the, uh, so we try to sometimes get a couple a couple of uh, episodes in in advance kind of in the bank and then we can 
we can release those so that we don't have to, we're not pressured like, and we, we tend to record whenever we're available uh, sometime in the, the week before we publish so that we're not getting to the last minute and then we have to record and get it out there because yeah, we've both got pretty full schedules. So, mm-hmm. so we try to keep a, as ahead of it as, as possible. Um, so, so that kind of built, we have a reserve of episodes, but also we, we want the, it's not a, it's not a time sensitive, uh, subject that we talk about. It's kind of timeless, uh, topics that, you know, we talk about, about things hopefully that will be relevant in five years time. And so it doesn't really matter that we, that we have to, uh, you know, talk, it's not, uh, a weekly, uh, it doesn't matter that we talked about it this week or we could record something yeah. this week and publish it in two months time. It should still be hopefully relevant. So, yeah, you're not doing news and whatever of the day or yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We stay, stay away from, uh, from that sort of stuff and kind of keep it on, um, keep it on the, just the, we always have, have it hanging over us. The, the idea of I'm trying today to, to improve, uh, get one step closer to my goal of doing what I love every day. So with that in mind, what are we going to talk about? And, and we, yeah, we come up with, with, we both have, um, uh, a little file in Dropbox that we share that, that we just add in every, you know, topic ideas that we, that we think about and we just pop those in there every so often. And then we would, we would decide sometimes we pick something that, that actually has a lot of experience in and that I, uh, I don't really, and, and sometimes it's the other way about. And, uh, and sometimes that's kind of, that's kind of interesting as well. Whenever, whenever I don't have a lot of experience in whatever the topic may be, and I give my point of view from, from the outside. And, and sometimes it's a topic where we're both really, we've both, that's really frustrated us for a long time, or, uh, we just, we try and mix it up and keep in mind, uh, not just having topics that, uh, that we are interested in, but uh, topics that we think other people would be, would be struggling with, like, uh, like pricing or, uh, you know, actually sticking with things and, and shipping uh, a product. Cause yeah, we talk a lot about one thing that comes up a lot is the idea of actually building something and shipping it and getting it past the idea phase. So we all have these ideas of, yeah, I would love to, to build a business, uh, with, with, in my particular passion, I would love to open a coffee shop or something like that there, but it's one of these things that just stays in your head and it's just always something you wanted to do, but you never actually, never actually take one measure to one step towards actually getting that. So a lot of the time we talk about, you know, actually doing something and, and try to, that's why we keep the show short and, and we want to, we kind of encourage people to have a listen to the show and, and think, get your mind going on the particular topic, but get out there and actually do something towards your goal, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. And that's, uh, that's definitely something it, uh, it's a show that I, I know it wasn't on my radar before you'd, you'd, uh, sent in a request or I don't know, interview request. I don't know what the wording is that I should be using there, but, um, anyways, the, the sort of submission form <laughs> that I use for show me your mic. Um, but it's definitely something that'll be, it's added to my queue cause it's, uh, it's right in my alley as far as what we're doing here. Good stuff, but also just my own personal business. And, and I think mm-hmm. there's just that natural, there's either, I don't know if it's either you have it or you don't, and, but there's definitely people who have that sort of like idea, the entrepreneurial kind of feeling of anything they come across that they kind of want to spin into some sort of business rather than 
what's probably more normal or healthier would be just to like enjoy that hobby <laughs> and leave yeah. it. That's, that's a, probably actually, a discussion you could probably, or maybe you have had already, I guess. That's actually, uh, what, because one of Ashley's hobbies is photography and she's really passionate about it, but she doesn't want that to be her full-time job because she doesn't want to be doing the same thing every day and doing like going and shooting a wedding every day. And then also that it being a hundred percent your full-time job that comes with a lot of, uh, a lot of overheads and, and headaches of, of invoicing and, you know, getting out there mm-hmm. and, and meet, finding new clients and a lot of traveling and a lot of stuff, which she doesn't like about it. So that is a, a really interesting discussion we've had many times about, where she doesn't want to turn her passion into her full-time job. And that's, 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 uh, that's something we've, we've talked about where she's, she's kind of keeping a, a foot in both camps with the photography and insurance. And she, she doesn't want to push the photography to a certain point where it would, it would become a job and it would not become such a passion anymore. So mm-hmm. that's something we've talked about a lot, uh, as well. And, uh, it's, it's a really interesting topic. Yeah. And it's that there's a, I know there's a stream of argument or, or thought that says, you know, you can't have a side job because if you're not and hoping it to grow or whatever, because if you don't devote it hundred percent to it, then it won't grow and all that kind of stuff. And, and then there's like you're saying for the, the other camp, I guess, of having the two, I, I appreciate, I mean, that's the life I'm living is having my business that I run web design and marketing and stuff for local businesses but then also podcasting is a thing I do on the side as well but I don't know some days it's one is more of the side thing and the other one's the thing and it kind of flips mm-hmm. back and forth and um but yeah that idea fun. of like you know doing web design for people is fun and it was a hobby in the evenings and weekends that I would sort of do periodically but then yeah you tack on all the invoicing and the, and the yeah. client getting and stuff and then all of a sudden isn't quite the just you know fiddling around with css and html that you maybe got into for our podcast or whatever yeah and we're we're 100 percent realistic as well i mean we talk about you know the phrase doing what you love and and a passion-based business i mean we're not we're not under the illusion that you can go out there, wake up every morning and, and be, have a smile on your face all day and, and be doing what you love all, you know, every hour of the day and being so happy that you'll never have any problems. I mean, that's, that's not realistic and any passion based business, I mean, is going to come, I mean, anything you do, it's, it's going to, that's a real world out there and you're going to have a lot of challenges and, and issues and problems are going to arise no matter what industry you're in and what your passion is. So, I mean, you're going to have to, it's something we've talked about is, I mean, no matter if you're going for, no matter if you're working for someone else and in a job that you hate, or if you're working for yourself and, and doing a, doing what you love every day, each one of them is going to come with challenges and, and problems and you can just so easily fail at either one so why would you not go down the the route of trying to do what you love every day yeah exactly well at the, before we turn this into a crossover show me your working out mic podcasts <laughs> discussion <laughs> we'll we'll save that discussion for you guys to have on, on your show but it is something that's obviously just near and dear to my heart and thoughts as well and so um one of the things i ask everybody and I, I forgot to maybe send this to you but uh, you can pull out your ipod or or iphone people have iPods anymore? I don't even know. If Anyways, uh, <laughs> podcasts that you actually listen to when you're not podcasting or, or designing. Uh, I guess, or whatever. Um, you know, let me see. Oh, you know what I'm addicted to at the moment is uh, a podcast called Go Bayside. Uh, 
and it's um it's a podcast where this comedian uh, April Richardson uh, gets a gets a comedian friend of hers over and they watch an episode of Saved by the Bell and then they <laughs> after, then they critically analyze like every scene and every uh, every accident <laughs> and how unbelievable it is and they I mean it's it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Uh, and they get a different comedian over every week and it's, uh, they have some fantastic discussions about Saved by the Bell and how ridiculous it is. That is hilarious. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, go Bayside. Uh, you should check that out. It's, it's hilarious. So is, um, I, I don't mean to, this maybe sounds more ignorant than I, I'm not trying to imply that, like, that you wouldn't have had Saved by the Bell in Ireland when you were growing up or whatever, but it was popular over there as well, I assume, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I think everybody has seen <laughs> Saved by the yeah, Bell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We had, to, I guess it's, around my around my age group one thing they talk about on that show is there seems to be a, like a sweet spot of of people who are just the right age when saved by the bell was on that you watched it uh you know not ironically and it, <laughs> you actually enjoyed the show but now when you go back and look at it you see how ridiculous it was but it's it's uh yeah, yeah it's it's really funny show you should check it out if you if you watched saved by the bell back in the day yeah um I, what else do I listen to? I listen to the talk show and uh, 99% Invisible is, is another one I would uh, I would constantly listen to. Uh, let me see. What else do I listen to? I find one recently called You Are Not So Smart, which is uh, hmm. which is quite interesting. It's it's it explores like topics um, like really obscure topics about uh, about how you, yeah how the the brain works and, and it interviews kind of, you know, scientists about the research into various things like, um, let me look at a couple of episodes. They talk about extinction burst and, oh, there was a good one on practice, like, you know, the 10,000 hours rule and yeah. things like that and talking about how that's uh, how that came about and it was a study of violinists and it's not really relevant to, and, it, and the study itself was flawed and all sorts of stuff that's really... Um, that's really interesting. I've been I found that one recently. Yeah, it's, those are that's I think one of the great medium or reasons why podcasting is such a great medium is it allows for some of those like sort of niche, researchy, little bit geeky, nerdy, scientific kind of shows to or discussions to happen. I guess in a way that previously wouldn't have been necessarily funded or whatever by big broadcasters and stuff like that. So. There's no minimum think, or whatever I mean, list. The one I, the one I, the one I, well, the one I used to listen to was uh, "You Look Nice Today," which yeah. is sadly uh, <laughs> not around any longer. Um, but that's about it. I mean, I find, yeah, now that I work for myself uh, and at home, and I don't have a commute anymore, I find it's so difficult to to find the time to listen to podcasts now. Which is something when I used to travel like half an hour every day to work and then half an hour back. I used to go through so many podcasts, but now it's, now it's, I kind of have to force myself to, to find time to listen to them or, uh, it's, it's, that's, that's one of the annoying things about freelance life. That's something we talked about in the show as well as one week we talked about, you know, taking breaks and forcing yourself to, to make time for other stuff that isn't work and not feeling guilty about taking breaks. And Ashley talked about playing video games and, and the, yeah, being, you know, how I talked about playing video games and, and how that I feel a little bit guilty and how I, there's always more work I could be doing and, and things like that. So that's, 
but finding time for listening to podcasts is uh, that's why I like traveling so much is I get to <laughs> catch up on weeks and weeks of podcasts. So you don't do like when you're designing or working on some client work, it's not something you can have on the background as much. No, I can't. That, that distracts me too much. I mean, I listen to music a hundred percent of the time when I'm working. Yeah, uh, but, and I yeah. get my headphones on, and it's it's. Uh, I definitely need to have music, but the but listening to, I would get too distracted, or I would find myself getting so into my work that I, I would have missed an hour of of uh, what they were talking about. So, no, I can't. Re- I can't work and listen to podcasts at the same time. It's not mm-hmm. one of my not one of my talents. I'm afraid. <laughs> well, your other the 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 work that you're doing is is top notch. So I guess it's not. It's not definitely not suffering because you're not listening to podcasts. I would say so. Oh, thank you. Um, the I noticed our, just when I was looking at your portfolio, just a funny little coincidence or whatever that uh, you had done the artwork for the East Wing way back when I, I guess for Tim Smith. He it moved to five by five. Now he's apparently he's bringing it back. We haven't. Uh, I don't have any inside baseball tips here, or whatever. But uh, he's bringing it back, anyways. He's got your your artwork back on there. So yeah, apparently so. I saw it. Uh, yeah, I did that a while ago. I, I'm not yeah. sure when when did that uh, when did the East Wing start up? That must oh, have been I don't know. A few years ago. Now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I did the original artwork for it, and uh, but yeah, I saw it pop up on the on the Good Stuff website there recently. Yeah, so, yeah, that's good. They're bringing it back. Yeah, so. Um, and, uh, oh, the last, I forgot to mention or ask the, the apps that you listen to podcasts with, what are you using these days for your podcast? Oh, I choice? just use the, I just use the, the Apple podcasts app. Um, I think I've tried, uh, it's overcast, isn't it? Wasn't that one? Uh, oh, Marco Arments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I tried that. Um, but I, for me, the, the podcast app was uh, enough, you know, I, yeah, it's, it's because I, I uh, I think if I did have a commute or if I traveled a lot more, I would be able to listen to a lot more podcasts and I would really research in. I mean, I've seen people tweet about all these wonderful podcasting, uh, you know, podcasting apps that, to listen to podcasts. And I've, uh, but I haven't really uh, gone into and really explored them. For me, it's just, for me, the podcasts app is is fine. What about you? What do you listen to? Or do you just spend your time just podcasting, just putting it out there? Well, I don't. I definitely don't listen to as much these days like you. It's uh, I don't have the commute, and and even when I do have the commute, it's um, in the city I live. Anyways, where it's usually driving, and so it's just kind of like a hassle to get set up or whatever. I used to take the bus to work and stuff, and then it was great. I'd listen to podcasts for half an hour. Um, but um, these days, I'm using Pocket Cast. I think it's called. Ah, I've heard of that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it it's just nice. It looks nice. It's uh um I I was using Overcast. I had an iPhone 4. This is uh boring news to anybody who listens to any of my other shows, but I have I had an iPhone 4, finally upgraded to an iPhone 6 just a couple months ago. And but with an iPhone 4, Marco Armand had made Overcast free, like all the features free on it because he wasn't gonna support iPhone 4 or iOS mm-hmm. 7, I guess, when once 8 was released. And so I was using it, but then I'd already paid for Pocket Cast, and so I, I'm cheap, and so I thought <laughs> I might as well just keep using the one I already have. And it, it's nice. It looks nice. The show, like I, I appreciate, I guess, the a podcast player that shows the artwork really nice and does a decent job with show notes and things like that just because, you know, as you know, you put time into that stuff, and if the podcast mm-hmm. player kind of disregards it or doesn't do a decent job of showing that, it's kind of a little bit frustrating. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's I I think app where Apple's headed with the podcast app is great because as far as having it synced between iTunes and your iOS devices of choice, 
that's kind of nice and makes it anything that makes it simpler for the average user to get into podcasting listening is is awesome in my books so yeah uh, it's still a it's still a it's still a thing that's that's just it seems to be still i mean there's always more and more non-geeky people getting into podcasting but it's still it's still not something that that my mom has gotten into but i think i I think you know she would really enjoy podcasting but it's it's just not got got quite there i don't think that that it's that everybody you know listens to listens to podcasts like nobody like it's not out there enough that 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 everybody uh knows that yeah no matter what you're into there's a podcast about it yeah (laughs) yeah that's kind of the metric i use too and not i know there's sort of the stereotypical use of the mom or dad person in people's lives but legitimately for me it's like if my dad or mom came to me and said i just came across this podcast you should listen to it that would be my cue that podcasting has gotten over that hump because they yeah they have literally no interest in finding it and figuring all that stuff out they listen to talk radio so they're not it's not that they're against the medium or that the Mm -hmm. style of discussion but um but yeah to the idea of going and finding something intentionally to listen to beyond just whatever happens to be on local talk radio that morning just isn't there for them and so that's why yeah for me that would be the like aha moment of okay we're we're there's going to be a whole bunch of new listeners now because <laughs> if my mom has discovered or figured out how to listen to a podcast of course now this will be the one episode she happens to stumble on and listen to uh-huh. and get mad at me for using her <laughs> throwing her under the bus on <laughs> anyways um in wrapping up what's where uh where can folks find you and obviously working out podcast.com is where they should go to listen to the show but what else uh where else should mm-hmm. they find you on the webs yeah, you can follow you can follow me on Twitter at Paddy Donnelly, and you can follow Ashley at I am Ashley, and the Twitter account for Working Out is Working Out Show, and yeah, you can find everything, all the episodes on WorkingOutPodcast.com. So, yeah, and I had I had just a follow up or one last question. I had posted, uh, I think it was maybe a couple months ago, about the idea of should a podcast have a Twitter account on its own? Because obviously, you know, like in your case, you and Ashley both have larger followings already why not just post it from your main account and you probably do as well but have you what was the benefit or reason behind not that there has to be any great thought in this isn't like a loaded question but mm-hmm. <laughs> behind having a twitter account dedicated to the podcast itself yeah we well i think there 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 are definitely people out there who would be just kind of interested in the podcast and not particularly interested in in our other stuff that, that we do, but that's actually uh, on one of the most recent episodes we talked about uh, the importance the importance of a of a personal brand and the idea of yeah should you have uh, like a business Facebook and Twitter account and a a personal one and should there I think what we talked about is yeah absolutely you can have you know separate business accounts and personal accounts um, because yeah some people will only be interested in in the particular topic and not interested in everything you put out there. But one of the important, the most important points of that episode we talked about was that those two different accounts, they have to be, there has to be consistency there. There has to be the the same because it's really, it's not like you, you're all very businessy on the official podcast uh, uh, account. And then on your personal one, you're a completely different person and you're, uh, there's no continuity, continuity there, and the, the, then people won't trust your trust your brand. So, like Ashley talks about with her insurance by Jack business, 
I mean, it's it's that that Facebook account and Twitter account. That's all about the business. But she's not a drastically different person when it comes to her own Twitter account. So it's she. It's a really. It's an important thing when you talk when we talked about personal branding that the the Ashley over there uh, on the business side is still the same Ashley as on her as on her personal one. So it's not a because if people see you know, oh you're you're just putting on a face on this other Twitter account or Facebook yeah. account, then it's a then you know what then you can't trust any of it. You know, but the internet's very. Yeah, it's this <laughs> yeah. is the world we live in now, where where everybody can see all you know what you're what you're doing on Twitter and and see all your Instagram photos, and so it's um, that was something we we talked about on the show is uh, and we, yeah we have a we have a yeah an official account for people who who are just interested in following the show and we post you know show specific stuff uh, over there so yeah that's um, but yeah it's. Um, an interesting topic as well. I mean, you must, uh, you, you guys must have just tons of Twitter accounts, and there must be a lot of crossover of uh, a lot of cross posting and, and all of that stuff. How have you guys kind of dealt with that? Do you well, just have to, yeah, because we, I mean, in addition to maybe your show on, on good stuff, we also have the actual, you know, proper good stuff underscore FM Twitter account just to promote that as well. But and then you know, personal account, and then each show might have a Twitter account, and that's a debate that we've had and um i decided sort of af- halfway through or or three quarters or whatever later on in life anyways and show me your mic to add a twitter account just to experiment with it and i need to get a different name because it doesn't definitely doesn't roll off the tongue of smym underscore fm it sounded it made sense when i was typing it out it's like oh yeah just short for a show me your mic uh, and mm-hmm. fm but anyways i'll need some rebranding there but um the it's helpful i think like you said to not just tweet out the links to the show notes or the sh- latest episode which is you know important obviously is why someone would follow it but also I, I try to think of it like if I was following a show I follow um, uh, I think it's uh, Ethan Marcotte runs it but um, he's beep on Twitter and RWD Re- responsive web design is the Twitter account he set up just to tweet out top things that are more topical about responsive web design mm-hmm. and so I think of it like that like I'll occasionally tweet out links to podcast related things but not like every single podcasting thing because obviously that would just the twitter account could just be going non-stop with like <laughs> yeah. you know stuff that's podcasting related but again something that i would find interesting about podcasting hopefully is why people would tune into this show and therefore might also follow that twitter account and so that's kind of my i guess metric for when i would post something i don't do it a lot and probably could do more of it if i was really interested in growing some sort of community around that or podcasting community but um yeah that's another discussion maybe for another time too of of that whole idea so um but yeah it's it's a i think it's it's definitely helped me see that i was i was really against it actually until i sort of ran this unofficial poll and then kind of got a lot of feedback saying it's good to have it because it is just extra work it's one more thing to do yeah um and we do have a lot of moving parts already here good stuff and so um, if you if you set it up, then you kind of have to follow through with it, and that was the, my worry that I would kind of just let it die on the vine and not really remember that I was doing it or anything like that. So, but um, yeah, so well, you can follow one thing. One thing I was yeah, I had a, a question for you, if that's all right. Oh yeah. Uh, the uh, like, how do you feel? Like I have one podcast that I do every week, and it's yeah, it's a fifty fifty split on the like the work that goes into it, and it's I find that is is like a ton of work to make like a half hour show every, uh, every week and, and, you know, put in the time and researching a topic and making notes and then recording it and actually, you know, uh, 
editing it and actually putting it out there. I find that it, it's so much work to that goes into that, but I can't imagine doing like more than one. So how <laughs> is it that you, you manage to do, I mean, you have a ton of shows, right? That you're, that you're hosting and, and guests on and, and all sorts of stuff. I mean, how do you, how do you manage all of that? <laughs> well, uh, the, the trick I guess is, um, to stack it in your favor. So with this show, for example, I mean, 50 episodes in now, this is episode 53. I have, I'm way more comfortable, like you said, with your show too. Like you just get more comfortable with the routine where like the first 10 episodes at least of this show, I would meticulously research and listen to like at least five episodes of the person's show. And, you know, cause I wasn't always, eventually I ran out of people that I was, you know, more intimately familiar with, as mm-hmm. you know, like that's how I stumbled on your stuff, your show. And, um, and so, whereas now I, I kind of just more enjoy the discussion with, with folks about podcasting and, by stacking the deck in my favor, I mean, I'm inviting podcasters on who generally, you know, have no trouble talking and aren't going to be yeah. <laughs> too worried about, uh, you know, having things to say about, uh, about their show or they're, you know, they're into promoting it anyways and all that kind of stuff. And so it's never a shortage of, well, like we're already at an hour here. And so there's never a shortage of things to talk about, it would seem. And so um, getting more comfortable with with the idea of just talking with someone, a stranger about a, a topic that you mutually share an interest in has mm. gotten easier. And then the other shows are, are um, there's, there's a show, like I said, the intellectual radio program, which is kind of just mm. a, me and two other guys just chat about our week and stuff. And it's a very lo-fi, um, even less prepared than, um, well, very little preparation in, in general. And so, which probably, has its flaws at times too in terms of in terms of what we do but um and so that one's a fairly easy show to do and then you know a bit of editing but again it's very lo-fi what you hear is what you get kind of idea with that show and then um i do a daily show which is this is more just a 10 minute quick rant journal uh, audio journal kind of idea and i again i tried to sort of i started off as a, just a personal hobby a way to sort of work my podcasting muscles as it were and um and wasn't really having, didn't have any huge goal in mind of getting any amount of listenership. I wasn't even going to put it on good stuff, but um, just as a way to practice, you know, doing this podcasting thing. And so again, there, it's, uh, I, I guess I, I probably spread myself too thin. Oh, there's also Never Dig Down, which is a Minecraft podcast. That's the other mm-hmm. one. Yeah, um, I've listened to that one. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I'm a. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge Minecrafter or anything, but I've, uh, I mean, I've listened to all your shows before and, uh, but I quite liked the, quite liked the Minecraft one. I was, uh, I, yeah, for a time I was obsessed with it on the iPad and the oh, yeah. hours in there. So. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where like, it's, um, that one I have Tim Murtaugh, who is my co-host and he does a lot more of the prep research and I sort of host guide the discussion and, uh, and then do a bit of the editing afterwards as well. And, and so there is like, there's no doubt there's a lot of hours in there that's work, but, um, you know, if you just have one show, you might pour more, I guess it could be argued that I should just focus on, on one show, pour more, more effort into that one show, making it really good. And rather, rather than spreading myself a bit thinner and doing all these other shows, but I just enjoy talking about different stuff and hopefully mm-hmm. folks are, are keen enough on this, the particular topic that they'll want to tune in and forgive a few little, whatever audio hiccups or things that go along the way with, with just trying to get stuff. Cause I don't spend hours editing in post-production on, on any of the shows. And so that's the way I sort of, I guess, managed to survive, um, survive that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but it then, is, it is a, an interesting, 
like we talked like what I mentioned about Ashley and her photography it's it's you know where do you draw that line of of when, when something is a hobby like are you doing are you doing it just because you you know enjoy podcasting but then at a certain point it, it'll turn into it'll turn into work and uh yeah how do you yeah that's what we kind of talk about on the show is how do you kind of find that sweet spot and and keep it um yeah keep your passion based business you know keep the the passion in it and stuff so it's just kind of interesting to uh i just know myself from doing one show how much work goes into it that that i, I just uh yeah I, I just can't imagine doing so many shows and <laughs> unless unless that's your you know main job but you mentioned you do you know web design and stuff as well so yeah can't imagine uh <laughs> where well I'm and we are to. like with good stuff we are trying to definitely grow it into something bigger than just a, a hobby where we just kind of sh- record shows every day that's why we, you know we seek out sponsors and things like that um and but it is and then having two other like adam clark and tim smith are co-founders of it and so having two other folks involved is most of the time is is better it makes it easier because there's some people to carry the weight obviously sometimes you're it's just, just like any other business podcasting is no different where Sometimes there's things you would just charge ahead with and do, but you need to, in a, in my case and or Tim's case or whoever, you need to you know make sure we're all on board with the thing or whatever. And so there's a bit of that tension sometimes, but um, in general, it's it's awesome to have other folks who are carrying that weight with you. And so, um, but yeah, it's 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 tough tough to go <laughs> some days, some weeks or whatever, especially when which you know the client work is great and that's what pays the bills most of the time. And so it's. Uh, you need to focus on that or I need to focus on that anyways. And, uh, it's tough when they both kind of collide with a busy week podcasting cause I've scheduled stuff and then a busy week of client work and stuff like that. So yeah, for sure. Learning to say no sometimes probably would be healthy. So, yeah, definitely. And, and definitely do it all before you have kids. I, I that was my mistake. <laughs> I waited too long. <laughs> so anyways, that's, well, that's great. I, I appreciate you asking the questions and or asking those questions as well. Cause I know it's, uh, I'm sure common sort of thoughts or thread, um, uh, anytime you listen to any of these kind of folks, it's kind of like, this is great that you listen, you're talking on this one hour, but then how do you manage to do all this other stuff as well? Or what's going on? And maybe the appearance of, of, uh, like I was saying, you know, internet success or internet popularity or whatever, implying that you have it all together necessarily is not necessarily <laughs> the case. And hopefully the uh, jumbled words that I sometimes tweet out or whatever, show you that my <laughs> mind isn't always there because my kids keep me up all night or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so my thanks patty for joining me for this uh, episode of show me your mic you can oh, it was uh, a pleasure thanks very much for having me yeah i'm glad it worked out timing wise it's kind of a good uh, i'm just starting my day you're just finishing your day so it's kind of a we're both uh, either i'm keyed up ready to go and you're kind of relaxed and maybe having a pint or whatever soon but um <laughs> and uh, you can find this episode of of show me your mic at goodstuff.fm slash smym slash 53 like i mentioned before uh goodstuff underscore fm is the twitter account for the good stuff network i'm i chris on twitter and uh like i said the rebranding of <laughs> the show me your mic twitter account may happen soon but smym underscore fm if you have any questions about podcasting and or suggestions of future guests chris at goodstuff.fm is my email account there, I'll put a link. It doesn't roll off my tongue, and I can't remember it right now. But I, like I mentioned with uh, Patty, there's a, I have a link to a, a service called Appointlet that I'm using for booking uh, podcast guests on this show. It really, speaking of helping me manage all this stuff, that's been a lifesaver. Um, and so I spend not nearly as much time trying to schedule and stuff like that. I don't know what your experience was with with it, Patty. You were one of the first ones that, um, I, when I put out the call, kind of thing, and went through that. 
Yeah, I saw so, you. Uh, I think it was. I think you might have tweeted something about there should be um, like a conference for podcasters or some sort of discussion or something. And I, uh, I just so happened to see that, and then I, uh, I replied to you on it. But yeah, that'd be a great idea. I like I, after podcasting for a while now. It's uh, I wanted to actually talk about the act of podcasting. So, uh, but yeah, the 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 form that you used, you you just filled in and kind of you picked a date and. Uh, and yeah, you got, I got nice little reminders and stuff. And, uh, what was especially nice was that the, it told me what time it was going to be in my time zone, which is always something I yeah. really struggle with, <laughs> with clients all over the world. The time zones are just a nightmare. And, uh, so, uh, that was really handy. So, but yeah, yeah no, I thought it was great. Yeah, actually, and goodstuff.appointlet.com. I'll put it in the show notes as well. But if you're if you're a podcaster who's wants just like Patty, you said, you know, you want to come on and talk about podcasting. There's no like barrier. All I sort of imply or ask, I guess, is that you're you know at least have five episodes in or something. So just some like to show that you're <laughs> you're not just thinking about a podcast, but you're actually doing a podcast. Um, you've shipped it, as Patty was saying. Um, and uh, yeah, fill out that form. A big shout out to them because at appointlet.com because they've they've generously allowed me to beta test and or continuing continuing to sort of beta test and give them feedback in lieu of the fact that they, they do actually ask for money for this service and so if you're uh, at all interested in stump, something like that it's generally a little more geared for um like uh, service work or where you're setting up appointments for client work and things like that like patty was saying you could use it for that or it support kind of stuff those kinds of things that's where it works well as is, is more for that than what I'm using it for explicitly, although they're revamping the service a bit to incorporate some of this kind of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, if you check out appointlet.com and um, mention you heard it all about it on Show Me Your Mic, they, they'd really appreciate that, I know. So, all right, well, thanks for listening for this a little bit longer episode. Uh, I'll be back again next week with a guest who I don't, I should have written down, but I don't have it in front of me, And but it's booked, thanks to Appointlet. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we will, uh, we'll see you again next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.